podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Leading Edge Cricket Podcast. Today, Rich and Rob, we're going to break down the West Indies versus India. One day internationals going on starting this weekend. Rich, it's 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 the cricket train. We talk about it. The, the international cricket calendar stops for no one at all. And uh, yep. West Indies have hopped straight on a plane after beating England and are on the way. Absolutely, mate. Nothing, nothing stops for cricket. Um, yeah, this is this should be fun. This one, there's a lot of good fun cricket, isn't it? We've been talking about Under 19 World Cup. We had England playing some T20s in West Indies, and now West Indies over to the big guns in India. Um, yeah, three games coming up, isn't it? Uh, three ODIs in Ahmedabad um, starting on Sunday, um, and then there's a few cheeky 2020s afterwards. Yeah, I'm I, 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 getting a bite. Yeah, yeah. it gets a mm. it gets a big big nod from me. So this mm. is to me a huge step for the West Indies, mate. They're playing India, yeah. Indian conditions. Playing India is hard. Playing India in India mm. is you know it's like boss level. It's like the last Mar- uh, level of Mario Brothers as a kid. It's, <laughs> it's really difficult to do. But they're coming in <laughs> yeah. possibly brimming with a little bit of confidence here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, format-wise, we're switching over. Still white ball, still pyjamas, yep. isn't it? But they had a really, really good, strong performance against England, which we spoke about uh, in a few pods, didn't we? Over that five games, they won 3-2. So they'll take the confidence and the experience from that recent form and that recent uh, performances, and they'll take it to India. They'll, they'll be flying high. Obviously, we do have to talk at some point, whether you want to talk about that now or in a minute, about the last time West Indies did play some ODIs. It didn't quite go as according to plan, did it? They won the first one against Ireland by 24 runs, but then they lost by five wickets, and then they lost by another two wickets. So they lost 2-1 to Ireland in their last time out in a ODI competition. ODI competition. Can't speak anymore, mate. ODI uh, tour, wasn't it? Or yeah. series. Series, series. That's the there word we go. I'm looking for. So, yes, I think they'll have, have pretty much put to the back of their mind that Ireland experience. And I think they'll be taking what, what they did against England um, and, and feeling good about themselves as they arrive in the lovely Amdabad. Oh, good on them. Good to feel good about yourself. Um, Ooh, so like yeah. you said, you've got, got these three one days in, in mm. Amdabad. Being played behind closed doors. Yes. Is that, yes. Is that a good thing for the West Indies? Because if it's a full, Ooh. impactful Indian crowd, it, that can be quite intimidating. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think it probably could be. I mean, you know, they, they love the cricket in general, but they also absolutely love the white ball cricket. Um, I think depending on what the West Indies squad was, if they if it was a squad <laughs> full of experience of IPL and those stadiums, then, then maybe it cancels itself out a bit more. But it's not quite the old boys of West Indian cricket anymore, is it? So yeah. I don't think it'll do West Indies any harm whatsoever uh, playing uh, behind closed doors in the, in the big old stadium. So, yeah, I, I think they're going to fancy the chances. It's a really tough ask for them. And, you know, no predictions being made at this point. But I think they'll fancy their chances of going over there. Nothing to lose. I think that's the important part. I mean, when you've got nothing to lose as a sports person in a, in a competition like this, pressure's all going to be on India. West Indies yeah. will be going out there thinking absolutely 100% we can come home with a win. Yeah, no, you're right. Especially in Indian cricket, there's so much pressure on them anyway. But you're playing mm. against a, a West Indian team who, like you said, have just lost to Ireland, are ranked number ninth in the world, just above Afghanistan and, and Ireland. They're, they're, not, they're, they're just not the team that they used to be. And these guys head-to-head, India have won 64 times against the West Indies. West Indies have won 63, a couple of ties, few no results. Mm-hmm. And in India, it's 29-28 to India as well. 
and you go, wow, they're That's really close. close. That's but so the close. The fact is, Rich, that West <laughs> right. Indies haven't won in India a series since 2002. And that goes to show the disparity between the old <laughs> 70s and 80s teams that were absolutely yeah. world class to, to where they are now. Absolutely. Yeah, you look at those stats and it's just astounding, isn't it? The, the great record that West Indies cricket have in India and against India. But yeah, when you actually start looking at the performances in more recent years, yeah, it used to be a hell of a lot different, that uh, those that head-to-head record. It's, it's got very, very tight with India just pipping, uh, pipping ahead there, aren't they now? So um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be a real tough one, but uh, but let's 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 have a look at it. So, uh, should we rattle into the squads, mate? Just tell everyone who's playing for who. Let's do it. Do it. Okay. So, Captain Rohit Sharma. We'll speak about him very very shortly. He's joined by Kale Rahul. Mayan Agawal has come up as a replacement. Again, we'll talk about the reasons behind that in a moment as well. Uh, Ravi Bishnoi, Yuzvendra Chahal, Deepak Chahar, Shikhar Darwan, uh, Rutajad Garikwad. Sorry, my pronunciation is beautiful today. I apologise. Uh, Deepak Huda, Shirish Dia, Avesh Khan, Virat Kohli, that up-and-coming young uh, under-19 we spoke about <laughs> the other year. Uh, Prezid Krishna, Rishab Pant, Mohamed Siraj, Washington Sundar, Shardal Thakur, Kuldeep Yadav, and Surya Kumar Yadav for India. So let's have a little dig around that West Indian, uh, sorry, the Indian squad first, Rob. Yep. Taking it back to the captain, the new captain, Rohit Sharma. Just Talk to me about the big man. Uh, world-class, mate. Best. It's hard to say he's the best white ball opener in world cricket, but he's... Uh, I was about to use a Brian Clough, but he's in the top he's one. He's in the one. T- <laughs> I knew you were going with that. <laughs> he, he's right up there. There's not many mm. that uh, come anywhere near to him. He, mm. I did some interesting stats. It's not white ball related, but I was looking at openers in test cricket and looking at their scores below... 10 scores above mm. 50 strike rate average all these different mm. things and he was actually the best batsman opener over the last three years in test mm. cricket and was right up there since the year 2000 so multi-format cricketer and just huge for this Indian team to have him because you remember these these guys have just lost 3-0 in South Africa so mm. to have him at the helm and I think it's really important for Sharma to have time before the 2023 one day international World Cup, we'd just go back to back on World Cups all the time around here. It's important for him to get miles under the belt as captain. Mm. Make this your team. Yeah, definitely. And and it's, it's not necessarily going to be easy uh, making it your team when Virat Kohli obviously is is, is in the squad. Um, obviously standing down as captain uh, yep. more recently, wasn't it? So it's, you need Virat Kohli in any squad, and until he decides to hang his uh, hang his. Uh, boots up or hang his pads up, whatever you want him in every squad, and I'm sure Roach Sharma will be appreciative of him being in there. Um, it's probably just worth just at the moment, before we talk about any of the other players, just talking about the, we've had a bit of a COVID outbreak, haven't we? So, yeah, Shikha Darwan, Sherisia, Ritter Judge, uh, Garrick Wad, and the standby player Nav, uh, Navdeep Sani have all tested positive, so that's why my uh, Agawal was called up as a bit of cover. Um, so obviously, we're hoping that those players will, um, clear we don't want it to get any worse there is some backroom uh, staff some coaches and, and other other people around the squad who have also tested positive um they've all been moved to a different floor of the hotel so hopefully that will do the trick and there won't be any more cases and we'll be a, a fit and firing indian team um who else is catching your eye in that squad i know ravi bishnoi might be a name that uh, that people aren't as familiar with yeah good young player 21 years old um can spin it both ways great great wrong and uh, 49 wickets at 21 in T20 internationals. I know this isn't T20 internationals, but there's so much mm. T20 cricket played, especially domestically these days. They, they, mm. they rack up the performances pretty quick. 24 wickets at 23 in the IPL mm. at an average of 25 with an economy rate. And this is the 
you always look at a spinner. I always look at a spinner in white ball cricket and go, what is the economy rate? And he goes at 6.96, less than eight. Anything less than eight is exceptional for Kings Punjab. And you know what? It wouldn't surprise mm. me if they, they give him a go. They give him a game, especially if mm. they're 2-0 up. Let's, let's see yeah. what you've got. Why not? Absolutely, why not? Um, Kel Rahul, he's going to be missing the first ODI, uh, but he's going to be available for the rest of the series. Uh, what's, the, what's the reasoning behind that? Uh, I don't actually know the reason behind that. Yeah. I, I don't actually know no. the rationale. I, I, I Fill think, us in, guys. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, I think it was injury, but I can't be 100% certain. Yeah, I skipped me that by that one has. So so who else uh, do you want to have a look at then? Obviously, you I know you want to talk about the, the middle overs that you know against South Africa they struggled a little bit, but also yeah. Kuldeep Yadav is back again after six months without cricket. Yeah. Kuldeep Yadav's a really interesting bowler because I don't know if you remember, we were doing the podcast and they were touring England. This might have been 2018. Uh, Joe Root was still in white ball cricket at the time and he <laughs> no one could pick him. He was absolutely mm. superb, picking up heaps of wickets. Anyway, he's he's kind of gone through that stage of taking a load of wickets, and now he's back in the team. He's played no white ball cricket for six years. And they're trying to fill a hole. They had Ashwin, uh, Chahel, and Yadant Yadav in South Africa, and they took three wickets in 59 overs, um, particularly poor during those middle overs. And it feels like they're trying to work out how they control the game in the middle. And incredibly, Ashwin couldn't control the game, and I find that hard to believe considering he's so good at playing cricket and bowling the ball. But they're trying mm. to work out how to do it, and you wonder whether they're going to go back and you'll see Chahal and they'll see um, uh, Kuldeep Yadav coming in, got the ability to spin the ball both ways. They both can, you know, they can bowl leg spin, they can bowl mm. Chinaman, they can, they, can, they can do a bit of a mixture. So is that going to give them control? Harder for mm. the batsman to pick, harder for the batsman to potentially get, get a hold of and really get stuck into the bowlers. I think they're just trying to work out how they solidify what their fifty overs is going to look come when it gets to the end of the uh, end of the routine before you get to the next World Cup. They're trying to work out who's who's the best guys. Who do they need? Yeah, absolutely. It's a big old squad, isn't it? That they've got for this one that they've named. Um, There are plenty of players in there. It'd be interesting to see what other people's takes are um, of who's those players that haven't quite established themselves. Who's the players that are going to take that step up? It's like you said, we're, you know, we're in, into that. We're, you know, we've had a World Cup. I know it's T20, but we're, we're moving forwards again to the next next competitions, aren't we? So I'd be really intrigued to see what people's thoughts are on on some of these players that are, maybe haven't, like I say, haven't quite established themselves yet. Who's going to be the next stars? You know, there's some of those more mature. I'm being very polite here by calling them mature Indian cricketers. Um, but I wonder who will be the ones that will take this team forward. Um, I don't know if there's any players that you can immediately jump on, Rob, but I'd be intrigued to see what other people have got to say on that as well. Uh, I think Guy Quad's definitely one to watch. He mm. was insane in the IPL this year and just keeps mm. growing and growing. So I think they're going to, again, give him some time. Let's get him in for a game and start building that mm. next World Cup team. Because it's it's a really interesting situation for India at the moment. They, they're white mm. ball hot, but at the same time, their white ball failed for me. And that's pretty mm. harsh. But the fact is they lost in the semi-final of the World Cup to New Zealand back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Couldn't chase down 240 against a really good bowling attack. The bowling attack kept New Zealand in that competition the whole time. And mm. likewise, they had an incredibly poor T20 international competition uh, mm. in what should have been favourable conditions. Teams like mm. the Black Caps got to the final uh, when they had really no right to do given the amount of teams they were playing against that were better in subcontinent conditions. So it, it is a really interesting time. 
I think the other, it's not a story, but it just keeps lingering in the background, is Virat Kohli. Can he actually score another international century? It's been two <laughs> years now, mate. He scored 70-odd centuries cross-format. Yeah. No captaincy roles. Like, and <laughs> friction between him and the BCCI and all that sort of Pressure's stuff. off. Mm. Can, can, he, can he go score a ton? Because he batted well in South Africa, but didn't quite get there. Of course he can. Of course he can. But, I mean, as much as it would be great to see Verrick Curley get into the 100s, you know, this batting lineup, especially some of the bigger batters, they haven't quite scored enough runs, have they, um, compared to, to what they have been doing over the years. So that's kind of one of the reasons I'm asking who's the next people coming yeah. through. But maybe it's more important for India to, to actually to see these other players go and establish themselves, go and get some big runs, or some of the younger players that have been in and around the setup for, for a while now but haven't quite pushed themselves into superstardom. Uh, but Virat Kohli, you never write Virat Kohli off. We know that. He'll get another 100. He, he will, mate. He will. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is interesting for India. They really, to me, and it's, I know they might go, oh, we're only playing the West Indies, you know, the ranked ninth in the mm-hmm. world and, and all this. I feel they need a statement win. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty early doors in this cycle. Uh, you know, it's, it's white ball cricket, so it still kind of fits into the, it's a T20 World Cup year, but also the fact there's the World Cup next year. I feel some players need mm. a statement. I'd love to yeah. see Washington Sundar, who hopefully is going to be involved in this series mm. and get some overs. Is he the guy? Is he the spinner that they're looking mm. for? Because he can bat down the order and go big. Yeah. Can they get time. the control mm. in the middle overs? They've got the worst economy mm. rate since the start of last year in one-day international cricket. Mm. They go over sixes in the middle over. Can they get a little bit of control? Can Rishabh Pant you know, fulfil the potential in the white ball arena? We've seen him do good in red ball. Mm. Can he go do it in one day international cricket? Is is he is he ready? Mm. It feels like he's ready. Sherry's Ayer, mm. he scores runs for days in the IPL. He's done well in <laughs> T20s. You know, can he go do mm. it in one day international? Because one day internationals, is a, it's just a different beast to T20 cricket. When it comes to batting, you've got to be able to build in innings. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, it'd be interesting to see how this India team does react. Obviously, been a bit more T20 cricket over the last six months or so than uh, 50 over stuff but let's see how they do and I think how they do go and I think it's really important like what you said I think it's it, they will want to put a marker down to get going again like you said that that word you use a statement is needed and I'm sure everybody Indian cricket fans will be absolutely in agreement with that one um, and I'm sure they'll be expecting an India win as well let's get over to West Indies then so West Indies led by Karen Pollard uh, he's joined by Fabian Allen, Nkrumah Bonner, Darren Bravo, Shamar Brooks, Jason Holder, Shai Hope, Akil Hussain, Alzari Joseph, Brandon King, Nicholas Peran, Kimar Roach, Romario Shepard, Odean Smith with the big guns, and Hayden Walsh Jr. Hmm. What do you reckon? Desmond Haynes, head coach now. Yep. Um, obviously, we spoke about them being on the back of the island result. Kimar Roach, I think he's at the start with him, shall we? Yeah. Uh, two and a half a years. While. At the mm. fold, mate. And I, I think what's mm. hard to, to work out is why you've got... He is one of the best bowlers in red ball cricket in the world. He's exceptional. He will be exceptional mm. when England tour in the Test Match Arena. He's back in the fold. Now, mm. two and a half years. He's not played any List A cricket in two and a half years, which seems a little strange. <laughs> but he's got he's a wicket taker. He yeah. bowls people out. He nicks people off. Mm. doesn't matter what format you're playing, early wickets is absolutely imperative mm. and completely uh, stagnates an approach. Like England go massive in T20 international cricket at the start. If you get three wickets early, England are going to really struggle and they'll have to rein it in. So mm. that's their thoughts around this. Bring in the big gun, the best 
red ball bowler that they've got. He's quick. He nips it around. He swings it. And can he take wickets early doors? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so nice to see him back in, isn't it? We've spoken about this before. West Indies and Sri Lanka, I think, are always similar. They're just they're looking for those senior players or the next ones to step up to be the senior players. And having somebody like Bima Roach back is so, so important. Um, there's one player that's missing in this squad. I know it's more T20 and it was against England T20. But there's no Rodman Powell. Yeah. I, it, it, the way he played, I know he's he's had opportunities before. It's not like that was his first ever international innings where he got 100 against England. But a player like that, yeah. you know, surely you've got a space for him in the setup. You, you wonder whether... Well, the teams were named after. That's the funny thing. I think the teams were named after that England series. I could be slightly wrong. That might have just been the T20 team, mm. um, which he is part of. But surely yeah. you'd be thinking, oh, how could I get this guy in at like <laughs> six or seven? And exactly. just, you know, play the similar role where you bat the mm. time, you build the score, and then you go big at the end for the last 10 overs. And having someone like him come in could be game-changing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, one thing we did see in the T20s recently, and that's what we're going off. I know it's a different format. We keep saying that, but I think that's what we've got to go off because that's where the confidence is going to come from. And Jason Holder and Kyron Pollard in particular, I thought were exceptional. Uh, yep. Pollard as a captain, but also performing with the bat and the ball in key moments. Uh, and Jason Holder was just sensational, just so steady. But I don't want to say unplayable. That's, that's, that's too much of a superlative. But he was he just did exactly what he needed to do. And he was by far and away the most successful yeah. bowler against England as 5 t 20 So that's a big, big part of that 11, isn't it, that they can rely on? It is. Hold, holders, if you've got Holder with that new ball, you've got the ability to take some wickets. And he, it's not very often that he goes around the park, but he has played a lot of one-day international cricket over the last few years. Hundred, Well, sorry, not over the last few years, but in general, 141 wickets, mate, an average of 37. Economy rate mm. of 5.56. Economy rate's not bad, but that bowling average... He's a better bowler than what he was the last time he was, you know, mm. really trying to take steam in, in white ball cricket. So hopefully mm. he goes good. And Kyron Pollard is one, the natural leader of, of yeah. this unit, but two, a really good leader. I just, I, there's something about him, a calmness mm. to his approach mm. that I really, really like. He's got huge levels of, of manner and respect from everyone around him. He's yeah. done it around the world, cross format, mm. he's done it. Um, I just I don't think there's a better leader probably mm. on the pitch between the two teams, and that's that could mm. be controversial. But I think hey, um, he's proved for it recently. His approach for this West Indies team, I think he's the perfect person for it. Yeah, he's got a real level of self assuredness, hasn't he? He's competitive. He's going to get you into a fight um, if that's what the game needs. Uh, but we saw in the in the T20s, you know, he's got an intelligent approach to the game. He knows when to use his bowlers. And he's got some good players with him as well. I mean, you know, who, obviously West Indies need to score runs if they're going to have any success in India whatsoever. Just yeah. simple as that. You're always going to have to score some runs. But spinners are always key. Akil Hassan is he the key for this West Indies team if they're going to get a result? He is, mate. He is. He was absolutely mm. outstanding against England in the last series. 21-day wickets in average of 23. Economy rate of 4.28 is absolutely insane it's almost cheat code level of 4.28 economy <laughs> rate if he can tie up ends like that and pick up two or three wickets West Indies are going to be absolutely bossing the middle overs of this game um he he seems like a really high class performer for this mm. team but he is going to have to be supported at the other end and you know that may well be Hayden Walsh Jr 
that's going to be the guy that's going to be a spin mm-hmm. twin. Um, 19 wickets at 23 with a 4.94 economy rate. Now, these numbers don't tell you who those games are against, and they're not in India at a guess, mm-hmm. and they're not playing against India. So, it, again, it's a real big test for these guys, but yeah. you need to test yourself. If you've got a Cricket World Cup coming up around the corner, you need to know exactly what you've got. And they are the best two spinners that's available for them to play. Mm. And I'm really excited to see how they go bowling at a Virat Kohli, a Rishabh Pant. These guys that's going to really attack them early doors. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And and what we're talking about today really is more that ODI uh, side of things, isn't it? As we said, there are three T20s coming on the back of this. Similar squads, I think. I think it's fair to say, isn't it? Uh, little tweaks here and there, but very, very similar squads for both sides. Um but and we said at the start of this though, it never ends, does it? As soon as India have finished with this series, they're over. They've got Sri Lanka coming over, two Test matches and three T Twenties. When West Indies get finished with these these six uh, white ball games, they've got England coming to town again, haven't they? They're going back for three Test matches. So where yep. I'm sure, you know, plenty of these players for both teams will be playing in both those competitions. So the competition never seems to end. There's one thing after another, and then before we know it, we'll be talking about county cricket, IPL, all the rest of it, won't we? It, it just it is a, an absolute conveyor belt. In fact, mm. while this series is going on, we're going to have the IPL mega auction as well. So mm. the, the, just, there's just white ball crickets coming out your ears, mate. Um, mm. Last thing to touch on is getting yep. into the predictions of what we expect from these games, making an assumption that all three games go ahead um, and they are COVID-free. So it's, it's the yeah. best versus the best. Yeah, I'm just realising it wasn't intentional, Rob. I've just realised I've got my wife's burgundy jumper on tonight. Um, that wasn't planned for West Indies. So <laughs> don't read anything into this. <laughs> so, um, predictions. Sorry, I think this is probably a step too far for this West Indian team, but I think I think it's one all going into the third game, and I think India win two one. T twenties. It's absolutely anybody's. Um, I'm not going to make a, make a decision over that one. I think it's going to be a much tighter affair than we realise. I think the two India wins will be quite convincing in the ODIs, but West Indies will will snaffle a win in that second game, yeah. maybe. I'm going to go, it's going to be 3-0 India, but it's mm. not a clear 3-0 in the one-day internationals here. It's yeah. going to be tight. West Indies are going to have moments, but they're not quite ready to take those moments against India yeah. in India. I think it's a building job and they'll come away from yeah. the series um, with a lot of confidence, mate. Yeah, hope so. We all need, we keep saying it, and I certainly keep saying it, but the world needs a good and fun West Indies cricket team. It definitely does, mate. So that's the series, guys. If you've watched on YouTube, let us know below in the comments what you think this score is going to be and what we should be Mm. looking at. Who are the stars of this Indian team? The next guys that might get at a game or who Mm. might come and hit the ground running. Let us know about those guys. Mm. We are available on Twitter at Leading Edge Pod, and we are available on all podcast platforms. So, Like I said earlier, rate, review, subscribe wherever you are. Five-star ratings will be read out on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We're excited for some more white ball cricket on the white ball train that never ends. Until next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.